Hi, I'm Isaac Silk, Impact Alpha's podcast producer. Thanks for listening. Impact Briefing is a quick snapshot of this week's stories from Impact Alpha, the leading impact investing daily. There's much more. Deal flow, job postings, and a morning email brief to keep you in the know. Podcast listeners get half off. Use the code BRIEFING50 at impactalpha.com slash subscribe. Now, enjoy the show. From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, May 22nd. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, I'll talk with David Bank and Amy Cortez about what to do with the enormous piles of cash that some public companies are sitting on. We'll also be discussing this week's Agents of Impact, Andrew Behar and Danielle Fougere of Shareholder Advocacy Group, as you so. Hi, Amy. Hi, David. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. We made it to another Friday. Congratulations. That's right. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. JP Morgan Chase, the world's biggest financer of fossil fuel, held its annual meeting where just under half of shareholders supported a resolution asking the bank to disclose how it will reduce the climate impact of its lending. Efforts to oust a former Exxon CEO from Chase's board of directors failed. The shape of the small business recovery will define the economic future. Nearly 300 agents of impact showed up at Impact Alpha's Thursday call to talk about how to 10x community capital for small businesses and nonprofits, especially in underserved communities. Drexel University's Bruce Katz set the stage. I think we're coming out of this understanding we're not just rescuing a bunch of businesses and hopefully many survive. We have to completely recreate every single aspect of the ecosystem going forward. And so going forward, I think this is not just about the next product. This is not just about CDFIs becoming a larger part, as they should, of traditional capital, whether on the debt side or the equity side. I think we will not have an SBA in a year. I think it'll be a completely different federal ecosystem if we're serious. We don't just need a department of pandemics. We need a radically new approach to small business lending, entrepreneurial dynamism, and reducing the wealth gap in this country um, through business ownership and expansion. Bain Capital's Double Impact Fund made a couple of investments in sectors that are proving pandemic resistant, like health services and ed tech. But it also saw one of its portfolio companies, restaurant chain Sustainable Restaurant Group filed for bankruptcy. The split screen reflects the reality of impact investing in the time of coronavirus. The U.S. Development Finance Corporation, formerly known as OPIC, typically provides loans and equity investments to companies in developing markets, but they are setting up for domestic investment as well. The agency has been tasked by President Trump with financing domestic production of commodities for the coronavirus pandemic, including possibly vaccines. Meanwhile, UNICEF USA launched a $3 million vehicle to give low-income countries a boost in the global market for personal protective equipment. I'm joined now by David Bank and Amy Cortez to discuss both this week's feature story and this week's Agents of Impact. David, why the double feature? Brian, we dug into the impact of those corporate cash reserves. There's something like $4 trillion on corporate balance sheets. And that story is essentially about stakeholders And at the same time, Amy's been tracking this annual general meeting season that we're in. And as you saw, has been at the forefront of some interesting campaigns on climate, on working conditions. Those are essentially stakeholder concerns as well. 
So we made As You So's Andrew Behar and Daniela Fougere this week's Agents of Impact. So, Amy, you've been digging into some of the cash reserves that public companies have. Uh, what can you tell us about it? Well, I can tell you where it's gone to buybacks and also to shareholder dividends. A lot of this was driven by the tax reforms and tax savings that uh, companies uh, got starting in 2018. Um, they saved $100 billion in 2018 alone. Virtually all of that went to stock buybacks and uh, shareholder dividends. So when the COVID crisis hit, these companies had few cash reserves and they ended up going to the government for bailouts. So one example is American Airlines, uh, which spent about $12.5 billion on stock repurchases since 2014 which is about um, as much as they were looking for in government aid under the CARES Act. Now, David, uh, you report that some employees of these companies and the communities in which they operate are pushing back. Well, sure, Brian. There's lots of ideas for um, what they could do with the cash. Uh, we collected about 10 of them for, for the piece in Impact Alpha. You know, here's an obvious one, strengthening supply chains. Corporations could make loans uh, on, on favorable terms to their suppliers who are trying to get back up and running um, and 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 help you know help help themselves and, and and help a bunch of companies and a bunch of employees. And how about forging a new social contract? Right now that we uh, have deemed retail workers and warehouse workers and delivery drivers essential, it's time to treat them that way. And instead of buybacks, why not? You know, think about doing employee ownership plans and steering some of those shares to your employees. Here's an even more obvious one, you know, paying taxes. Um, and know, companies spend an inordinate amount of effort to, you know, uh, find uh, loopholes and, 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 and tax havens and, and whatnot, as well as tax cuts. Um, you know, pay, pay the full tax bill would go a long way towards shoring up, you know, social services and other, other needed infrastructure. So, Amy and David, you wrote these 10 ideas for what companies could do with all this surplus cash they have sitting on their balance sheets. But ultimately, it's up to management to decide what to do with this surplus cash, right? Yes, Brian. This week's shareholder meetings showed just how hard it might be to uh, shake the, the corporate tree for some of this money, um, which brings up our agent of impact. Yeah, so as David said, we're right in the thick of this um, annual proxy season when companies hold their... Um, their annual meetings, uh, although virtually this year. And we wanted to um, highlight the work of As You Sow, which is one of the major um, shareholder engagement groups that come to these meetings and try and hold companies accountable on climate change, on how they treat their employees, on plastic waste, a whole slew of um, issues. As You Sow spearheaded a lot of the campaigns this week. Um, they also uh, collect data, they publish reports, they do campaigns, and they've got some great tools on their site for um, finding funds that really hold up to their ESG claims. They're often ahead of the curve in some of the risks that they're flagging. This week, um, you know, a, a lot of us were watching the, the news about Midland, Michigan, where they have, they've had record rainfall, which burst dams, and nine feet of water um, was flooding this town where Dow Chemical happens to have 
a plant. Well, last year, as you saw, I actually filed a resolution with the company asking them to report on exactly this kind of risk of citing a chemical plant or sensitive infrastructure like that in a known flood zone, especially in the age of climate change when these extreme events are happening more often. Uh, so it didn't get a lot of traction, but maybe management should have listened to that one. All right. Well, thank you very much, Amy and David. And thanks to Andrew Behar and Danielle Fougere of Soul for all that you're doing as this week's Agents of Impact. You can see Andrew and Danielle and all of our Agents of Impact on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's going to do it for your Impact Briefing this week. You can read more about all of these stories at impactalpha.com. Only subscribers receive full access to Impact Alpha content, including deal flow, job postings, and a Slack channel. Thanks for listening, and thanks to David and Amy and our producer Isaac Silk, who also wrote our theme song. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company Liquidnet. Make sure you check back next week for the latest impact investing news. Until then, take care. <laughs>